0: Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome to episode number four. Today is an exciting day for me because I get to share with you how I lost 100 pounds and how I did that was by food journaling. And I know there's a lot of things that come into your head, a lot of resistance that's coming up for you on, you know, you don't like food journaling, I don't want to do it. And I get it. I was exactly where you are now. But... 12 years ago, my first thought was, I'm not going to food journal because that feels so restricting and depriving. That thought there was what sabotaged that food journaling all the time. And one of the biggest things I really want you to pay attention to it actually is only your thought. That thought, I don't want to do it because then that means I can't eat whatever I want, created my feeling of restriction and deprivation Then my action was, I didn't do it, or I sort of do it, but then not really do it and quit. So the first step in food journaling is become aware of your thoughts. What are your thoughts in regards to food journaling? Because that is what you have to conquer first. Getting aware of those thoughts that are stopping you from food journaling. One of the biggest ways that I switched that is I then switched it to this isn't about restriction and deprivation and not being able to eat anything I want. This is about it's only giving me data. And that is why food journals are so important. They're not to critique and make us feel bad because, you know, when I was the Weight Watchers queen, like I did Weight Watchers a few times and I was so good at following the plan and writing the points out, you know, until life hit, until I was stressed out and busy at work, at home, I went on a vacation and then that all went out the door. That then made me feel so terrible And so why I didn't write all that down at that time and went off track was because if I wrote it down, I could see what I really did, all the foods I ate, and that made me feel even worse. So I'd rather live in denial land than feel bad about myself. But I want to shift things. I want you to see this in a whole different light. This isn't about pointing out how bad and wrong you were. This is about just getting data. This is about, I need data, so I know what's going on. If you don't know data, if you want to live in denial land and not have that awareness, you will never change. You will always stay the same. And I mean, that's the the, ins- the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. So thinking that a food journal is just data, that's all it is. So how do we do food journaling? I do it very different when you do a diet, you know, that diet plan, that food plan will tell you exactly what to eat. There is no comfort foods whatsoever on there. And how long do you really stick to it? I don't know about you, but for me, that didn't last very long because that's why I felt so restricted and deprived. So that is why my thought was, I don't want to do this because I want my favorite foods because the diets always made you do that. I want you to see you can have whatever you want on the food plan. I'm going to teach you. There is no bad food except the food you don't like. So let's get started. So what I teach is 24 hour planning. You have to plan what you're going to eat 24 hours ahead the night before and if you can't do it, that's okay that night, but still do it in the morning before you start your day. This is a realistic plan. This is not a diet plan. This is not a, I should eat this, or I shouldn't eat it, or I can't have this. I want you to start exactly where you're at. Because Like That's why, again, the diets don't work. You're eating this way, and then the diet teaches you a whole different way. You're not going to stick with it. The 180 from one end to the other, the all or nothing does not work. I was the all or nothing queen. When I let that go, things shifted. So why plan 24 hours ahead? When you plan ahead of time, you're using your prefrontal cortex. The The front part of your brain, that part of your brain has your best interest at mind. It has your goals there going, okay, we're going to focus on the goals. What's the best thing to reach the goal? It thinks ahead of time, what like looks at it all and chooses what's best for you. If you don't plan from that part of your brain, then you're to, you're going to be running from your primal brain. The part of your brain that's like the unconscious part where the habits kick in are from. They, that part of your brain only wants pleasure, avoid pain the easiest way possible. So think about it. If you don't plan ahead of time and you're running through the day, just, you know, winging it. And in a moment where you're stressed, And if you don't have anything written down to go, wow, that's the best for me in this moment, you're going to go to whatever you want to eat. So that's why it's so important to 24-hour plan. So realistically, what can you realistically eat for that day? What can you plan for the day? Start with exactly where you're at. If you are having your evening snack of your bucket of ice cream like I do and I did in the past, you write it in. Like that's how I went from eating every night out of the bucket of ice cream to then changing to a bowl with a big bowl of ice cream, heaping bowl of ice cream, a smaller bowl and a smaller bowl. That's how I shifted things. I didn't just start and cut everything out in the beginning. When I was losing my 100 pounds, I was eating burgers and fries and pizza and ice cream. And then I just kept leveling up small baby steps at a time. That's how I learned how to eat now, the way I'm eating and keeping my weight off 12 years later. Yeah, some of my clients come to me and they can cut it all out right away and shift it all and they can continue with that. Wonderful. But I know for a lot of my clients and for me, that never worked. Okay, so you have your plan, you have it written down. Then as you go through your day, when let's say it's breakfast time, I want you to ask yourself in that moment, am I hungry? Because you might not be physically hungry. You might be emotionally hungry. You might be eating by diet habit rules. Like, well, you have to eat breakfast. You can't miss breakfast. But what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, am I hungry? That's the only reason you will eat is if you're physically hungry. And if you're not physically hungry, don't eat. You literally will not harm yourself. You want to eat by what your body's telling you. Then you need to eat if you say you're physically hungry and you then pay attention Am I at the point of satisfied, you want to stop at satisfied, you don't want to overfill yourself. This is where the magic happens in weight loss. It's eating only when you're physically hungry, stopping when you're satisfied. If you if that's all you did, you would lose weight, like you would lose a major amount of weight. So those are the two tricks. So as you go through your day, you write down what you eat. And you document it. You write down every lick, every bite, every off-plan eat, every overeat. And there is no beating yourself up at all if you went off track. There is no off track. This is only getting data to figure out what actually is sabotaging your weight loss. It's time to stop beating ourselves up. Beating ourselves up never works. Beating ourselves up always backfires. It's time to be kind and gentle to ourselves and say... This is how I'm going to learn. This is how I'm going to level up my eating. This is how I'm going to learn how to eat for the rest of my life. Because you can't take calorie counting and weighing and measuring on holidays half the time, if you're out at a family function, but this you can. You can take the, am I hungry? Am I satisfied? Being kind and gentle to yourself, you can take that anywhere you go. This is how my clients will not gain weight on holidays or through celebrations. Some may even lose weight by using this. So then the next step is once you've documented like, this is what I ate for the day as you go through, this is what I ate. Then at the end of the day, you're going to look at your data and say, ask yourself, what worked? What didn't work? And what can I do different tomorrow? That's it. There is no judgment, no nothing, other than taking a look at data and figuring out what the next step is for tomorrow. The next thing is, is really then paying attention to getting awareness, so now you have your data, And now you want to look at what actually happened. Where did I overeat? Where did I off eat Where did I emotionally eat? Really starting to get really curious on what's going on and really finding out what are the thoughts that went on in the day. That's the next step of this awareness, as I spoke with at the beginning, is we have to be aware of what was driving our action to do what we did. Because remember, it's not the action we're going to work on changing. I'm not going to tell you, don't eat that. Stop eating this. Uh, you need to um, change what you're doing at that time. No, you need to then go back to your thought. Your thought creates your feelings, which drives your action. If we want to change what we're doing, we've got to start with the thoughts and the feelings. So I'm hoping this is helpful for you. I know it is for me, it was for me, and it is for my clients. This is where the magic happens when it is when it comes to losing weight for the last time, but also eating in a way that you will for the rest of your life. Like for me, that's how I shared. I went from eating that bucket of ice cream to leveling up. So at the end of the week, I the the questions i asked myself during the day at the end of the day what worked what didn't work how can i do something different tomorrow i did that every week some weeks i could level up my my uh, ice cream sometimes i could go down to a smaller bowl but there are there were weeks that i didn't and that was okay because when we make small consistent changes that is what sticks with us long term. This is about making those changes that will last a lifetime. That's why diets don't work. They don't change what we're doing over a small over a slow period of time, like of that longer period of time, they take us to where we are now. And then they're like, whoosh, this is where you have to be. And it feels too restricting too depriving. We We rely on willpower. And yeah, Willpower, a little bit of willpower will work for a short period of time. But if you don't change what you were thinking and feeling to change what you do, that willpower will give out every time. And that is what I teach my clients is, is let's make these small changes. Let's get aware of what we're eating, find out where we're going off track, getting aware of our thoughts and really starting to to figure out like, what is the best thing for us? What can we do in this moment? How can I treat myself in a kind, gentle way? All of this is what works for long-term weight loss. So I hope this is helpful for you. If you are needing more help, you can go to my website, KarenShable.com and the work with me page. There is a place where you can book a call with me. And on that call, we will go dive deep into what is sabotaging you, what's holding you back. And I'll give you some steps. Go with those steps. They will work using what I use and I give you in the podcast as well. But if you still need more help, we can find out if my program, I do one-to-one coaching is a good fit for you. There is no obligation on the call. I will not press you into anything. I am here to help you because I struggled for 30 plus years and I I know how hard it is. I know how desperate I was to find the solution. And when I found the solution, I'm here to share it. The other thing you can do is you can go to my website as well. I have a freebie on there, Steps to Figuring It All Out. So you can lose weight for the last time. Jump on there, put your name in. You'll get a a video, a PDF. And on that PDF, it will give you some journaling steps, some journaling prompts to help you get started on learning how to manage your mind. Find those thoughts because, yes, you have to manage your eating, But you also have to manage this mind too. The mind part, if you have struggled for years and years, this is the part that's the most important for you. This is what changed everything in my life. This, like when I learned this step, that's when everything, that's when weight loss became effortless and like easy. So check it out. I I know this works. It worked for me. It works for my clients. So yeah, use it. It is wonderful. It is what changed my whole life for the better. So have an amazing weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenschable.com. And I'll see you next week.